my team wins a big game, it's good. Good afternoon, and welcome to the Too Much Dip podcast. My name is Dave. I'm going to host today. Joining me in studio, a man who, if he sticks his tongue out, he's doing it for a reason. It's Dylan Shivery. Um, I would also like to announce that if you present your fit on Twitter, asking if it's a brick or not a brick, I will answer you. So yeah. come correct. Well, As, unfortunately, wow. our friend here on Twitter did not. As one young man just <clears throat> learned, I will, I will confirm a brick if, if that's the case. So. Yeah. I think deep down he knew. I think he knew there was a, a possible bricking. We're talking, of course, about Scott on Twitter. I won't give his full name, <laughs> although he is public and tweeted us. But, uh, you know, tough times for Scott. Uh, now, here's a guy who does this show. He does it from Wisconsin. Has never bricked a fit a day in his life. His name's KJ Ellis. Okay. Well, I, I'm glad that you brought that up. And it's, in fact, true that. To this day, I don't think that I've bricked a fit, but I don't go to Dylan for my ratings. I go to uh, also heard here on the Wash Media Podcast Network, Club Cool, and every time the response just comes back in, and I'm like, all right, cool, works for me. Don't know if it's an abbreviation or if it's a response, but as far as I'm concerned, no bricking, outfit's always in. Might I suggest you check out uh, Retail Pod? Yeah, same thing. Re- retail Not ther- cool. re- retail therapy is what it's called. Yeah. Wait, what was, is the response? I was, I was way too far down the road. Okay, Thank you. Man. You're gonna have to run that back. What was the response? It every time they hand me a card, and you're like, okay, 2023 on the end list. My name. They're atop it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Are you gonna self-report your brick? That's the whole reason for this setup. <laughs> did he brick? Sorry, it? he says he did. I don't know. Well, he's rocking a. I do have to right own up now. to something. Yeah, this is also a part of just being cold as hell here in the Sounds basement. Baylor bullshit. Like beautiful, beautiful sixty degrees and sunny here in the Midwest. All right, so jeans have been kind of passe of late. I feel like everybody's anti-jeans. At least in my you know, friend group, they're like, ah, I ain't owned jeans since. Whatever. Pizzazz, eh? The the Niners, the Niners, Niners, <laughs> played in candlestick. I don't know. It's always something people bring up. They're like, oh, I'm all in on chinos. I inadvertently purchased a pair of black chinos the other day. I don't know why. I think it was just like, all right, I've got some navy ones, got some grays, you know, got some color, you know, whatever. I grabbed some black ones. I put them on for the first time today, and I feel like I should be working retail. No offense, of course, but it's bad. Yeah, I don't know if I've got black chinos in the arsenal. <laughs> when I go into my closet, I do have a number of chinos. I do have a number of pairs. That's, that is a thing that's true about me. However, black chinos, I've got mm-hmm. black slacks. Can I back it up two minutes? Did you say that like we're out on jeans? Is that a thing? He said they're pizzazzy. <laughs> I, you know, I don't mean that in a gen and like, I have black jeans. I have gray jeans. Black jeans are in. I don't even mind. I don't even mind like uh blue denim in general, but I feel like there are some folks out there that are very anti-gene. I'm not saying I'm one of them, 
but I think it's led me to purchase more than my fair share of chinos. So many to the point that I've gotten to, I don't know, compliant at your local retail electronics store, black pants, but not jeans. Yeah, I was trying to think what retail job one would work with black chinos. And I think the the Geek Squad, you could tuck that blue polo into some some black chinos, right? Old, old Gene loved a good pair of old fit, good tight fit jeans. You know, <laughs> damn sure did. He damn sure crazy did for him. But because I don't go into an office, like I don't get heat checked. I looked in the mirror today and I was like, I shouldn't even be going to daycare drop off. Like in what I'm wearing. Most people don't even put the effort into like getting dressed, but this was a miss. I had to own it. I had to own it here in front of you. Good gentlemen and the Dalai Lama. Yeah. Back to that. <laughs> What's going on in Tibet? <laughs> Man, that's I, I finally watched the video. I wish I hadn't. It's extremely uncomfortable. Mm-mm. He just presented that tongue. He did. Like, hey, here it is. Here's my tongue. And then he leaned in. Like he wanted it to happen. I I don't know, man. I, I don't I guess I don't really know much about I don't really have like a a good idea of like the Dalai Lama's history, right? I really don't. That'll shock you. I am on my dumb boy shit today, though, as you guys learned. But, so I want to give him the benefit of the doubt. Like, he knew he was on camera. There's 100 people around. Uh, I don't know if there's something lost in cultural transla- translation. Like, I don't know. I'm trying to I'm trying to spin this in the best way possible. Um, I don't really know why. But um, you got to just keep your tongue in your mouth. Uh, I'll, I'll take that a step further, actually. Uh, you also shouldn't say to a young boy, suck on my tongue. So he actually said that? Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess there's really no defense, then. Uh, weirdly, he said it right in front of a, a microphone that was right in front of his face with cameras on him. It was, he didn't, uh, he didn't think it through. With the child was also holding, I don't know how he got it, but like a photo of his own driver's license to the camera and in one hand, picture of that day's newspaper. So there was no question. Mm-hmm. about the age and lack there of consent the veracity um, of this is <laughs> overwhelming evidence yeah uh when i read the headline the initial headline i didn't even want to look into it more and i kind of just gave his holiness as apparently articles will refer to him the benefit of the doubt because it said dalai lama apologizes for suggesting that young child should suck his tongue his tongue and they put that in quotes. And I thought that it was like, he's apologizing for telling that kid to shut up, like bite your tongue. And like, that was the phrase used mm-hmm. later on seeing the headline, realizing that he was talking about his own tongue and then the apology. And then I stopped short of seeing the video, but I, again, I I'd heard enough. <laughs> Interesting. And what exactly is the sports tie in for the uh, Dalai Lama here? Uh, you guys ever seen that movie Caddyshack? Real big uh, film, film yes, guys. Yes, yes, Long off the tee, the llama. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. Speaking of long off the tee, we had a battle of Brooks Kepka and John Rom yesterday at Augusta National. Yeah. Only 364 more days until the Masters, KJ. A lot of beef in that final pairing. It was a beefy boy pairing, wasn't it? <laughs> I hadn't thought about that, but yeah, slacks were rather filled out. 
Uh, I'd initially thrown this on the rundown because I don't know if it was David on Twitter or somebody in the group chat, but somebody was going after Brooks's yellow shoes. Maybe it was Landry. I don't know who it was. I did not care for them. And I would also offer that John Roms were no better. Like that was an all time bad color rush, like duel of just bad shoes at the end of the uh, masters, but you know, yeah, not an ideal uh, footwear matchup, um, <laughs> but you did get, speaking of beefy boys, you did get Jim Nance or Trevor, Trevor Immelman, whoever it was. They, uh, on multiple occasions, called them both linebackers, you know, because those guys, you know what I mean? Like, those guys clearly, they're just built like linebackers, dude. They're different. These guys are not like the other guys on tour. These guys, they want to be playing on Sundays. They could. I think Rom is built more like a, a guard. And uh, Kepka's a linebacker. So, what'd you like? What didn't you like about the Masters, the 2023 Masters? I liked seeing a, a live golfer almost win and, and then not winning. <laughs> I enjoyed that part of it. I enjoyed to see a, a PGA Tour player member win the tournament. Uh, and I'm happy for John Rahm. I do like John Rahm. Uh, the dude's got so much game, and he was going to win this one eventually. So I'm happy to see him do it. KJ. Sorry, I'm just checking out Scott on Twitter. Um, Sorry, Scott. He's getting cooked, man. Leave him alone. <laughs> yeah, I think Dylan's It's a beautiful enough. family photo. Can we establish that, like, it, mega know, cute scene I'll go as, with I'll the go facial as, face paint? Far to say it's a beautiful family. Yeah, what, what's absolutely. Your, what's your Twitter if people want to go look at it, Dylan? Uh, yeah, you can find me at D Shivery, four E's and at in Shivery. Good luck with that. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you like? What didn't you like? Uh, we got exactly what I was hoping for. Um, and that is, you know, Pac-12 brother just going all out when it mattered most uh, in the Masters and taking one home for the Sun Devils. Um, He's Spanish. <laughs> what did KJ He say? is also Spanish. Oh, but he I, attended Arizona State, did he right, not? Oh, sorry. Yeah. Both <laughs> things are true. <laughs> he said, sorry, I thought he <laughs> I mean, if we want to talk Thigala, we can. Uh, that might have been the highlight of my day that Jim Nance, like, immediately pivoted to, or whoever it was, jumped in as like, mother and father from India? Like, couldn't have said. It's just a little See, bro, look. Uh, Jim forced from a couple Southern things. California, <laughs> as he will often do. Jim Jim was in his bag. Yes. Anyways, I'm sorry. What did I like? Um, I think that my, you know, what I was rooting for was some drama between quote unquote live and PGA. Not so that we got more headlines, but the product was tremendous. I would have loved. That I like for some reason, the way it unfolded, I didn't feel that I had a good, like, high level view of just how many people were like making a charge, like, make two through 10 very competitive on Sunday. They would check in with that, but you were getting like the static one through six leaderboard, and all of a sudden, Patrick Reed's up there. Oh, all of a sudden, Spieth's up there. Oh, all of a sudden, Mickelson's up there, and you're getting some of their shots, but like that turnover was so great that, like, because Rom and Kepka was so captivating, like we missed out on a lot of good shit. 
Yeah, and honestly, Rom didn't have a great final round. I mean, obviously, Kepka yeah. kind of fell apart. Rom just, what did he shoot? Close to even par, I think. But he had a few guys that were further back in the pack who had good rounds. He Phil. turned it, the back mm-hmm. nine, he dominated. Like, that's when that's when you, uh, that's the make or break time. Oh, yeah, Masters. he did. I guess he did finish 12 under, didn't he? Yeah, he, he finished so. at 12, and Phil, Phil and Brooks tied at eight uh, closest. Yeah, yeah. I guess uh, he did have a good round, but Phil Mickelson. Yeah, you but had even guys, he, like, sorry. Guys further back in the pack had rounds, Phil, like Phil and, and Spieth being among them. Uh, that made it, it made it seem more exciting. I mean, it, it became somewhat exciting, but uh, yeah, a, a weird, kind of a weird final round. Not a whole lot of drama. Bro, all. he shot 69. <sighs> Sick. What are the freaking <laughs> odds? Right, pretty good. Yeah, pretty good. Um, what I didn't like was watching the Masters on Saturday. What I really liked was oh, watching the Masters oh. on Sunday. Saturday was perhaps the worst attempted viewing experience just because, first of all, I was already kind of in an allergy fog. The weather here was it was overcast. It wasn't great. And, like, you could just see it. You didn't even know if they were going to get any golf in. And it was start and stop. And then... You're wondering, is this going to somehow bleed over into Monday? Uh, to their credit, well, despite Can't, Patrick Cantlay's best efforts, uh, they got it done uh, yesterday. And uh, KJ, you mentioned the other guys out there on the course that made their runs, Phil, uh, Spieth. You had, uh, I don't know if you guys know this, Russell Henley, uh, Georgia Bulldog, <laughs> Georgia's own, a son of Georgia, um, making runs. The broadcast was very, very far behind those guys' rounds, and I know it's a very, very hard job to uh, do it all in real time. It's, it's obviously it's impossible to do that. But I saw somebody say maybe it was Tron, milling up Tron in front of the show, so that they were like ten minutes behind. Like they were showing shots that had already been like updated in the app like ten minutes prior. So my suggestion would be just don't don't look at the app. Don't. Uh, don't just just watch the broadcast if it's that big of a deal, which uh, I learned that lesson the hard way. Uh, that being said, yesterday was exquisite. Waking up and watching those guys finish their third round was That's so. I was going to say, waking up to live Masters coverage on a Sunday is not something we're used to, and that was a nice nice change. It was, and and despite the viewing difficulties of, uh, you know, wait, like Saturday where you had like. The leaders, not it was it Saturday. They didn't have the the, the leaders in the featured groups, uh, yeah. Or was that early Sunday? I can't remember, but it was it was just like what's going on here. But um, I don't of- know how I feel about John Rom. I like I don't dislike him. I'm so I'm indifferent toward him. I, I and I think last year I kind of gave in to like I'm gonna have to like this guy, otherwise the next ten years are gonna be miserable for me. And I probably shouldn't just randomly dislike a guy because I don't like his uh, expressions on the course. I find him likable. He's gotten more likable. He's kind of toned it down. And plus, you guys share the the short backswing thing. You know why he has the short backswing? (laughs) Tell me. Born with a clubbed foot. And uh, was worried that the full backswing would throw him off balance. Just a little fun fact. Interesting. It is. Working out for him. Huh. A lot of a lot of big names missed the cut. We had Justin Thomas. We had uh, who else? Somebody predicted Rory McIlroy on Rory. this podcast. I can't remember who. Rory, of course, missed the cut. It was me. 
Did Dustin Johnson make the cut? <laughs> I think he made the cut. Okay. I don't know for sure. A lot he of big not... names were not there at the end. Scheffler, uh, he, he ended up he ended up uh, okay at the end there, but he, he was kind of a name that was missing Saturday, early Sunday. Could not putt. Could not make yeah, a putt. He and if, if he would have just putted, like, respectably, he would have he would have been right up there. Yeah. And, of course, uh, we, we saw a Tiger trying to, trying to limp his way through, and he finally had to withdraw. Yeah. He was on the cut line at two over going into, uh, or I guess, you know, after it was around Friday. Rain starts. Uh, JT and uh, somebody else were, at, were also at two. And he needed uh he needed one like for him to make the cut, one of those guys had to bogey. Uh, you know, make a bogey on their last two holes. And uh JT just absolutely did it. So JT is the reason that that Tiger was even in the tournament uh on Saturday. Uh, I don't know why I was rooting for 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 Tiger to uh I guess nostalgia. I'm like, okay, I still like I I know him. I know he wants to be out there competing. And then when I saw he withdrew, he's like nine over. It's like, oh God. Yeah, that was a mistake. That, he he probably should have just <laughs> called it uh, before. But thoughts and prayers to uh, the big cat, um, Phil. Didn't didn't see that coming. The weirdest second place ever. Um, yeah, a guy who the much maligned Phil Mickelson. Uh, Champions dinner. Apparently, he was very reserved, very quiet. Um, unlike years past, but, um, goes out there and that's a little notch in the live belt. Live the live guys showed up and I don't think that's a shock to anybody. I don't think there are any serious people who thought that, Oh, just because the live guys play, uh, different courses and they only play 54 holes, they're going to somehow not be able to compete in a 72 hole tournament. Like no one really thought that. No. I mean, Um, a lot of Twitter people felt like saying it, and it was relevant to one person <laughs> and it wasn't relevant to Patrick Reed. Uh, wasn't relevant to Phil, as you're already saying. Um, and several other live guys were hanging in there consistently or having good afternoon rounds. Um, but Twitter was abound by, Oh, probably be nice. They were used to playing 72 holes. Like that's so dumb, me, man. It, that's so dumb. These guys have been playing, you know, 72 whole <laughs> tournaments for their entire careers up until the last year or so. That's so stupid. No, man, they were just out of shape. They, I, could, they couldn't do it. They couldn't do the last 18. I still find myself rooting against Phil. I, the lift stuff, I, I, I can't get past it. Um, I don't plan on getting past it anytime soon. I don't want to get past it. I just, I don't, I don't wish success for those guys anymore. I was, I had come to terms when, when Brooks had his lead. Uh, I had come to terms with like, you know, he's going to do this. And I was like, how is that going to make me feel? You know, we've been very critical of him, uh, for many things. And I found him after the full swing Netflix doc, I found him a little bit more likable because you could see how I was eating away at him, the injuries and just him losing it, uh, a little bit. And, and he had some pretty, um, pretty interesting things to say in his post round, uh, after Thursday or Friday, I think it was Friday. Uh, like about how if he had been healthy and if he'd been playing like this, then it would have made the decision to go to live a lot more difficult. Um, so he doesn't regret it, but um, I appreciate the the candor. Um, 
I could not believe that he didn't show up yesterday. That tee shot, that three one on one, that he just dylaned. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's the kind of guy when he has his foot on your throat, he doesn't let you up. And it it happened yesterday. He's he's got like the the killer instinct in him. Oh yeah, that surprised me too. Um, did you notice or did you hear? We talked about Nance forcing shots up. What? <laughs> I get who was it? Was it Brooks walking? Yeah, it was Brooks walking. I don't know what he was walking across, but he goes, Nance said, There he is walking across this, or there he is on the CW, the crosswalk. Of course, the CW, <laughs> where you can find live golf on television. Oh, okay. I'm just now putting that together. Was that an intentional? For, no one calls shot? a crosswalk CW. No one abbreviates. No one abbreviates crosswalk. If you have to explain what the abbreviation means, that means it's not one that's used. That it sounded like something that would get said on this show. Yeah, it's like just a <laughs> just a force. You're Jim Nance, the CW. Oh my god. Uh, um, I, I I just can't get over, like, and I, I've already talked about like not seeing some of the middle part of the field. But you made the comment earlier, like, best not to look at the app on Sundays. I feel like that applies. I think most. Yeah. viewers casual and whatnot like kind of live on the app thursday friday and then saturday kind of fades but is cbs like completely screwing up not having like an espn type mega cast at this point i know that in the past like direct tv or somebody's had where i can easily flip between all of these things on tv it's tremendously doable on their website and on the app but like it's lacking like the day of for general Joe Schmo and just want to pick up the remote and have multiple groups up. It'd be great if you could download the app via your smart television. Agree. That would be sick. I wonder what's holding that up. I don't know. Interesting. Um, hey, this has nothing to do with golf. Well, I guess it kind of does. It has a little bit of a master's tie-in. I don't know if you saw where John, J-A-W-N-F Kennedy on Twitter – uh, responded to uh, that tweet. He said, bro, burn this outfit and this picture. Damn. It's a little hard. That's cold. The, got the fam in there. Scott a Lovely shirt family. or something? We will send him a shirt. Scott's just getting filleted right now. Oh, that, That's the second comment he made. The first one said, tan suede jacket, green polo, untailored black pants, and dark brown loafers. This might be one of the worst fits I've ever seen. That's John F. Kennedy. Damn. <laughs> I mean, it, it's a little bit more biting when it comes from John F. Kennedy. That's a good name. Yeah. That's up there with Luka Donthic for sure. Uh, <laughs> we got the Jordan experience. Did you think uh, – I mean, really, well, I guess what? He finished it – he finished one behind Phil, right? Seven under. So he would mm -hmm. need – he would have needed – he shot 66. Phil shot 55. He would have needed like – what did I, say? I was like, wait, 55. what? Oh, no. I can't drive 55. Uh, he would have needed like a, a 60 or a 61. Math is hard. But uh, that was fun. That was really fun, wasn't it? That was pretty ideal pairing for CBS to get Phil and Jay. I call them Jay together for, uh, you know, make a little noise, some fireworks. You know, anything that wasn't Cantlay Hovland. Oh, yeah. You got some beef with... With Cantlay. Cantlay, the ultimate siphon. He's the new siphon. Will DeFreeze is no longer the siphon. Explain. Cantlay. What do you mean? Not that Hove was coming in off of a, a great third round, which he wasn't, 
But Hov is right there. I love Victor Hovland. I do. We know this about you. And Patrick Cantlay, who was right there, uh, I think he started the day at six, uh, Victor at seven. Uh, one of the slowest players on tour. And just, I mean, there were times where he was just, he was nowhere. He wasn't in contention. I get you want to finish top 10. You want to do your best. You're at the Masters. But looking at putts for like eight minutes, just absurd. And to the point to where like now it's been, you know, all the aggregation sites have run it. Uh, we got Rom and Brooks on the tee on uh, 16. 16. And, you know, Brooks knows it's over at that point. And they're just waiting. They're waiting on Patrick, who's looking at a putt from every, literally every angle. And Brooks wanted to absolutely murder him. He made a comment in his post round. Did you see that? About how <laughs> Rom had what, gone on the bathroom seven times while waiting. Question about <laughs> is he a sneaky bladder boy? Which you don't have to air your boy out like that. Come on. Rom's just like, yeah, what are you doing dog. Is he a, is he a fellow small bladder boy? Small short backswing, small bladder. This guy, he might be my guy. I've never had to pee that much on a golf course before. I've been, you know, I pound beers on the golf course, Dave. I'm Dude, still... you guys have no idea, man. Yeah, I don't know. That was a, a weird comment from uh, Kepka. But yeah, it took a long time, and it became uh, kind of like a subplot in the whole day. If Hove plays with Phil or Jordan, Hove wins the tournament. I'll say it. I don't know, man. He got siphoned. Patrick siphoned his juice. <laughs> just sucked it right out of him. Okay. You can stop. That sounds gross now. Just stop. Let's move on. You understand the, the idea of a siphon, though, right? He's, yeah. Siphons okay. suck. KJ. <laughs> Is that a T-shirt? Um I need Hovland's uh, vascular forearms to be a part of every uh, major and golf watching um, engagement that I have because I'm sorry, I just wasn't familiar with the game like that. Uh, but every time he was going up to putt, uh, to drive, what else do you do? Chip? Um, yeah, that is the thing you do. The, on the course. <laughs> I realized how generic like it became. Uh the guys, you know, sneakily uh sneakily got some guns in there. So, you good know, shape. whatever. That was my my other thought on the weekend. Um it's it's stupid to say, but let's say Rom falters a little bit. Like Kepka had to close things out in a very strong way to make it respect like to make him not the biggest collapse. Not biggest collapse all Too time, shabby. but you know what I mean. Like to to not make it as embarrassing as it possibly could have been. Sure. Um. But man, were we sneakily robbed of like a tremendous Masters? If you know, let's say Rom finishes at ten under. What was uh yeah eight under was uh Brooks and uh, Phil. Let's say it was a two shot lead instead of four. Um, like, and I don't know. I you wanted it, more drama on the back. But I would give up seeing morning time, big mittens, uh, golfers at 6 or 7 or 8 a.m. or whatever the hell it was uh, for more drama in the afternoon, like to have like that going on. It would have been, um, a, had whatever. Brooks been closer uh, going into 18 where uh, Rom hit a, hit a provisional, had to hit a provisional, uh, which is always not what you want to do to close out a tournament. Uh, but hey, he had he had at that point it wasn't really a, a big deal. Yeah. He had uh, amassed a big enough lead. Started the week off with a double bogey, famously. Four putt. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, he blamed it on his buddy. Uh, Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz. <laughs> Super casual winning. name drop at the master ceremony. You know, it says jinxed him. Oh, Julie's husband. How about the trees falling on Friday? I honestly forgot about that. That's crazy. Fucking wild. Uh, yeah. The trees falling and also Victor's shirt on Thursday. We have not discussed. I I am a fan of what Victor pulled out on Thursday. Yeah. I, I liked it. And it I'm not just, great. I know he bricks fits occasionally, often actually. He bricked a Sunday fit. That, that QZ was pretty awful. He ditched, when he ditched the QZ, it was fine. It looked like he was, uh, like he was, he was on a construction site or something. What's wrong with that? Nothing. We've got a lot of listeners who do construction. But they typically change to golf course appropriate attire when they're on the golf course, I would think. Yeah, that's probably fair. Whoa. Okay. I mean, given that, you know, I agree it was kind of soups cash, uh, the quarter zip look, but wasn't couples just out there in no collar at one point in the day? Like just a straight up sweater? Dude, Freddie's Freddy's a big swinging D out swag there. Swag just dripping out of his pores, man. Just out there. Well, balling. he can get his 63 dripping ass, taking his nine over day home with that shit. Like, give me a collar. You're offending my, like, eyes. I don't, I don't think he was nine over. Tiger is the one. That was who, the cat. <laughs> Tiger's the one who brought the, the mock collar to golf. Yeah. So if you got, you got beef, you take it over. Fred with Couples had a college sweater on, basically. That's Pretty it. sure. You got to respect it that. It just though. said college. You're just it mad because he wasn't yeah. wearing black chinos. <laughs> Fair. I am in no position to uh, judge. I'll have to look it up. Uh, but but yeah, Butler all Cabin. All good shit. Butler I didn't Cabin like was fun. that. Uh, it's never fun. Yes, it uh, although, can we talk fucking Sam Bennett's facial hair real quick? We should talk Sam Bennett in general. The low am, the Aggie. I don't know if you guys know this, but Sam Bennett think, has a goatee. Uh, do you think Sam Bennett's goatee um, is going to have a Bud Light anytime in the near future? Okay. Uh, <laughs> just his goatee, we're disassociating it from the actual person. Probably, If I had to guess, most goatees aren't drinking a lot of Bud Light, just based on what I know from Twitter avies. I want to like this kid. I really do. And I'm trying to get past the goatee. He's got to he's got to fix this, that swing before his back just gives out on him by the time he's twenty five years old. Did you see the news on our guy who also is a fellow uh, torqued back at an impact guy? Yeah, Zalatoris having back surgery out for the year. Not good. They are in a. I, I'm not golf swing analyst guy. You guys know that. But if you look at where they're at at impact, it is a very unstable side bend. It is not sustainable. No, and God, I hope this isn't the end of Zalatoris because I, I genuinely like the guy. Sam Bennett's got game. Like he's he's a good little golfer. I just worry about the longevity there. You That's know? big of you because you're saying that as a Longhorn fan. As yeah, in, you know, yeah, as a Longhorn fan, I don't want to see this guy's uh, back give out on him. Yeah, right. How'd you like uh, how'd you like his Butler cabin appearance? Uh, I I didn't catch it. If I'm being you didn't watch Butler Cabin, the most electric <laughs> eight minutes in golf? Nah, I missed it. it was it was it awkward as usual? Scotty didn't say a word, which I guess isn't that crazy, but as soon as he put the jacket on Rom, they left the camera on Rom as he's like, you know, straighten out his arms. And Scotty just ducks out from the back. He saw the meme. He did a meme on too much dip. Follow us on social. Great uh, work, by the way. 
like the transition from, Hey, I think we should do something to, I'm not sure about this to doing numbers was just beautiful to see in real time. Congratulations. I'll pat myself on the back. I don't have, I don't, I haven't been in, I haven't had meme, meme brain in a while, but it hit me yesterday and I was like, you know what? This is it. And it did well. Check it out. Wouldn't say you won the internet, but you finished top 10 on the internet yesterday for sure. Fred Fred on good, sir. (laughs) Fogs. Uh, uh, what else? Anything else but, on the uh, Butler the Cabin? I'll, I'll real quick say Butler Cabin. Like the amount of sit down BS we had to sit through on Saturday, which I didn't. You know, I was out smoking those meats. Um, I think having so much of that Saturday made me way over it on Sunday. But because I just had no motivation to change the TV, I observed a you know reasonable amount and like there's nothing that can be done to fix that it just doesn't need to occur on tv i know people would fall over if they didn't have this like 10 minutes of television but like it's just bad whoever pointed out that everything from like the chairs to the 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 decor and to jim nance's tone is just reeks of like funeral home is absolutely accurate it's just so stuffy in there it you know <laughs> mr chairman his name's fred you could call him fred he doesn't even announce himself as chairman like whenever he opens up the masters which you know i do watch the opening uh what do you call it the opening tee off whatever i i watch that at least once or twice Beyond the tees. masters weekend <laughs> shut up too Here's but he'll say, ladies and gentlemen, I'm Fred Couples, not Couples, whatever his name is. Uh, and on behalf of Augusta National, I'd like to welcome you to the Masters and then to introduce everybody and says they're open. He doesn't throw in his own title. So for them to be like, Mr. Chairman, as they're shooting from outside the tiny home, like I feel like I'm watching my kid play at like a museum playhouse and we're just watching from the window so outside. It's Fred Ridley. And yes, he is Fred Voldem- Ridley, Voldemort's brother. I got a question that no one's ready for. <laughs> Does the Masters take it? <laughs> does the Masters take like itself it. too seriously? Yeah, but that's part. Yes, a hundred percent. That's why it's great, though. <laughs> the way the way that this sport, in particular, this tournament, like gives respect to the legends of the game, it's a little much for me. It's a little much. That's all I'm going to say. Is it's a little much, Dylan? I'm going to ask you a question, KJ. I'll, I'm going to. Let you think about your answer before I ask you. Is the Masters the most uh, fuckable major? Yes. <laughs> KJ. You've had time it to It doesn't think. have the word open in the name, so no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anything else on the Masters? It does. Yeah, uh, Dylan, yeah, it does. It does. It is up its own ass so hard. It's, it really is. <laughs> And but like, they they just keep dragging these old bag of bones out there to hit a tee, to hit a hundred twenty yard tee shot. Okay, it's like you're talking, Mister Player. Like, man, poor Jack. The kick is pretty cool. The kick sucks. <laughs> He's the worst. I saw, uh, and this wasn't posted. I don't think this was posted by the Masters, but someone posted a uh, like a video montage of Jack Nicholas's swing throughout his career. So it started, and he was like, you know, in his twenties, and then showed his next one like two years later, and then all the way up to like twenty twenty two. When he's just like, eh. yeah, he's like old. It's he's like, an old guy. You could have stopped at like ninety nine. Yeah, we didn't need to see the rest <laughs> of these swings. Like he looks terrible now. Yeah, 
It's just unnecessary. I'm sorry. I just, it's the, I don't know. the reverse ev- evolution of man. It's just like, yeah, it's like slowly okay, devolving. Like, yeah, he, he's, he's hitting it like 290, you know, in his 20s. And then it's like, you just, you know, the old man punch out there with a driver. It's like, yeah, he's still poking it out there pretty good, Bob. Pretty good. Okay. All right. I think we covered everything. All right. I'll see you, you boys at uh, in Australia for the next live event. Uh, is it? No, I think it's. Where is it? I don't know. I don't I know. Have no idea. Idea. We'll have to check in on the CW. <laughs> I don't know, but I would like to talk about our good friends at Rocket Money. Do you know how much your subscriptions really cost? Do you? Most Americans think they spend around eighty dollars a month on a subscription or on subscriptions total. Excuse me, but the actual cost is closer to. That's crazy. If you don't know exactly how much you're spending every month, you need Rocket Money. Rising prices stressing you out? Yeah, hand up right here. Just had a look at my insurance. It went up. Thank you, Rocket Money, for letting me know. If you're looking for ways to cut costs, you need Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about, and chances are you're one of them. Dylan, like that Stars app, just to watch one show. We've all been there. Mm. You ever downloaded an app, said, I'm going to pay for it, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to delete it when I'm done. Then you forget. I have. Not using this, not using this app. Is, uh, it's just leaving money like on the table, really. Rocket Money quickly and easily finds your subscriptions for you. And for any you don't want to pay for anymore, just hit cancel and Rocket Money will cancel it for you. It's that easy. I did this with a newspaper subscription. I don't want to name names. I don't do that. I, I love journalism. But uh, I noticed I was paying a lot and I wasn't really reading the newspaper. So I used Rocket Money to cancel it and it was just a click of a button. Over 3 million people have used Rocket Money, saving the average person up to $720 a year. Stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash bang. That's rocketmoney.com slash bang. Check it out. Rocketmoney.com slash bang. What's going on in Minnesota? (laughs) I saw that tall Frenchman throw a punch. (laughs) (laughs) The tall Frenchman. I mean, that's what he is. He's he's, He's very tall and he's from France. Uh, Rudy Gobert throwing a shoulder shoulder slash chest punch uh, on the bench to his teammate, Kyle Anderson, who I believe called him a bitch. Ooh. Um, the shoulder punch though, far less egregious than a face punch. It's like, I'm not trying to fuck you up, but like, you need to know you can't call me that. You know, there's that time in like, it's before puberty, but it's, uh, you know, it's maybe like fifth grade. I don't know when you hit puberty. I don't want to, you don't have to tell us, but um, when you and your friends fight and like you actually get in a fight, but you don't hit in the face because like you just don't, you're scared to hit somebody in the face. That's what it looked like. It's a level you can't come back from. No. I, I Face hits don't start till like seventh or eighth grade. Mm-hmm. Fair. Um, well said. The reach is like just a sight to be seen. I have to admit that I looked up multiple times images of Dalsim and I felt like all of them were way too like reductive, insulting, and like culturally probably problematic. That being the uh, Indian gentleman from uh, the video game Street Fighter. 
Uh, just wanted to make sure, you know, th- that wouldn't have been a fair assumption to make. Yeah, crazy. Um, I mean, the craziest, <laughs> like unfair. Of course, that then led me to like Miss Incredible, and then I was like, okay, I'm way off the beaten path. And while I'm here, yeah, I never got back to thinking about basketball. Got hot and um, take your jacket off. <laughs> exactly. Uh, it's. <laughs> It's just it was a train wreck of like a day for the Timberwolves because then they followed up with uh as you said you've got here, uh Jaden McDaniel's a name I was definitely not familiar with on Friday punched a wall and broke his hand like in the third quarter or at halftime or whatever legit defender uh, Jaden McDaniel <laughs> McDaniel's and keep in mind they are they aren't missing the playoffs they're they're in the playing game they have to play the Lakers in the playing tournament and Go Bears gonna he's out for that game they've suspended him one game they're massive. Off-season acquisition. They traded the house to get Rudy Gobert up there, pair him with Cat. And uh, I, I am, I have to say, I am taking a little bit of joy in this because not because I have anything against the Timberwolves. I really don't. They seem like a nice franchise, but because it takes the heat off the Mavs dumpster fire. So, just I want to say thank you to Rudy, uh, to the drywall, to Jaden McDaniels uh, for for. Taking the focus off uh, Luca potentially being unhappy and wanting to leave to uh, what the fuck are they doing in Minnesota? <laughs> uh, Chris Finch is the name of the head coach. I didn't realize um, they moved on from, I guess I did because the other guys in New York, but yeah, wasn't familiar with him, but you got to think if they don't win here, maybe he's not your head coach. Uh, this doesn't seem to be going well on his watch. They ain't like they got a lot of respect for him. Uh, Kyrie gets a lot of a lot of shit, a lot of it earned for for taking down the teams he's on. Now, granted, Rudy Gobert was in Utah for a long time, but he, uh, I think, was the catalyst in that whole thing falling apart. And breaking up with Donovan Mitchell for sure. Breaking up, yeah, the breakup with Donovan Mitchell, them them getting both those guys out of there, and then uh, now he's in Minnesota. Good, got Anthony Edwards. Uh, got a great, a good roster, not a contender, but like, a, you know, they could, they could make some noise, but at some point, like, it's like, why, what is it about Rudy Gobert? Is he just annoying as hell behind closed doors? I mean, he had the, the COVID thing, the patient zero, uh, you know, fake coughing on or coughing on, on the, the team. It was kind of much maligned for that. And it's like, he never got over it. Yeah. It was a quick fall from grace. I don't know if you want to call it karma or whatever. It's silly to look at that. Like revisionist history would say karma, uh, dumb in the moment, but he didn't know what the world would be 24 hours from then. And everything since then, like you said, aside from getting paid, I just looked it up again Four or five years for $201 million by the Timberwolves. Like, you know, it's, it's been a rough go. Um, can we just can we put the Mavericks to bed? I put it in sports party because I did not see them explicitly listed on this rundown. But when we left this show last week, there was a sliver of optimism. We didn't talk about it, but I believe your line was you were aware they had to win out and that Oklahoma City had to win two of three. And things changed. They had to lose. Oklahoma City had to lose, I think, two of three. And they lost. I'm sorry. They lost that night. And then. There was still, you know, they their last game was against the Grizzlies, who had nothing to play for, already locked into the two seed. So it was unlikely, 
But yeah, the Mavs would have to um, win out. Lucas saying, "I'm not tanking." Blah blah blah, and uh, then they tanked. Uh, they they let Luca. They sat everybody. Uh, they let Luca play the first quarter and then ten seconds of the second quarter because it was Slovenia night uh, at the Mavs Arena, and you know you didn't want you, he didn't get to play last year on Slovenia night for because of injury, so they they trotted him out there and they almost fucked up the tank and won that game, lost by three, and then they got absolutely trucked playing nobody uh, last night in San Antonio who also is actively tanking like tanking tanking. And now you got the league investigating the Mavs. It's kind of rich. It's I guess maybe it's because they were so obvious about it. But like Port Portland's obviously been tanking this whole year, like the last two years, really. Uh, San Antonio doing the same. So I don't know, man. It's yeah. Popovich said at the beginning of the season there was zero percent chance they would make the playoffs. On record saying that. Um, they were not positioning themselves to win, but they were always respectable in most games, even in this one. Uh, the Mavericks issue, as you said, like they explicitly stated Monday or Tuesday that they were going to play until there was not a chance. Luca doesn't want it differently. Jason Kidd was on record saying he, you know, they were going to continue to try to win. And then the night of the game or the day of the game, they announced Kyrie's sitting, Christian Wood is sitting and three other stars. I think, um, Dwight Powell, blah, blah, blah. And Jason Kidd goes out before the game. He's like, well, the organization decided something different. This is what we were told, and now we were told different. And it all makes sense, I think. Um, It's justified from an analytical standpoint, blah, blah, blah. But damn, it was not a fun, like, 72 hours to, like, pretend you were a fan of that organization. No, the fact that it coincided with the Masters kind of was – pretty huge for me because i could focus on that and not just the whatever is happening uh in dallas thank god the stars are poised for uh a cup run we'll see i'm gonna have uh cold stoves brett merriman on next week a week from today to break down the nhl playoffs as they kick off next monday that'd be exciting talk a little puck with the boys talking puck with the boys the boys of course being us and brett and randy if he wants his mic on he can talk some maybe he doesn't he's shaking his head Maybe we'll talk a little bit about the uh, manager of the new NHL regular season's win records, win record, Jim Montgomery. I didn't realize that until like two weeks ago that he was the Bruins manager. Uh, That's a story we will have to talk to him about first. Monty. Good dude. Yes. Um, We will continue to monitor. We've got the play-in tournament starting tomorrow, which... It's really weird watching it without having a team involved, but I can now just do it and root and actively root against teams and uh, take joy. Uh, for example, if Phoenix were to somehow lose, I will take a lot of joy in that. I don't think they will. I don't think Paul George is going to be back, but they got the Clippers, and that's going to be a fun series either way. I would probably start with the fact that you're getting Durant Westbrook um, going against one another. And uh-huh. I mean, Chris Paul Clippers has been seen, but it'll be fun, fun, fun series uh, for the playing games real quick. Hawks heat. Don't care. Uh, Timberwolves Lakers. I hope the Timberwolves somehow still win that game. Like all of a sudden they're my team. I'm picking to win because Anthony Edwards is tremendous. And I just want to see this charade continue. Um, Bulls Raptors. 
Uh, Thunder Pelicans, which Nick Nurse, I feel like, has already basically said, like, he ain't going to be there next year. So, again, I want more chaos. Give me the Raptors. Can't wait. I'm, I'm not saying go pick teams, but that's who you have in the next couple days. Facts. Guys, I want to give a shout out to our good friends at Shady Rays. Ooh. Did you see me wearing them at uh, the birthday party Saturday? I did. I was rocking my Shady Rays. What's worse than buying a pair of expensive sunglasses and losing them right after you get them? Uh, I don't know, maybe breaking them? Mm. Not for me. Not since I got Shady Rays. Shady Rays makes high-quality sunglasses that are just as good, or in my opinion, even better than expensive ones, and Shady Rays are a fraction of the price. I recently got a few pairs. They look cool. I, I went through and I put them all on. I asked Alyssa, I like, be honest with me. Do these fit my face? I'm a little self-conscious about sunglasses. She said, all three of those look really good on you. I copped the, uh, they're not like true aviators, like a version of the aviator. They're kind of more squared off. Sure. Um, took a chance on them. I never owned sunglasses like that. Absolutely love them. They look good. They're durable too. Built to tackle all of life's outdoor adventures. Their styles are timeless and on point. They make us look good. Plus, all Shady Rays have, Dylan, polarized lenses for crystal clear vision and strong sun protection. That's the real test of a good pair of sunglasses. You're a big polarized guy. I am. Yeah. I don't like glare. You're out of here, mister. Bye, glare. Speaking of strong, here's why I don't worry about losing or breaking my Shady Rays ever. Every pair of Shady Rays is backed by their industry-leading Lost and Broken Replacements program. Break or lose your pair the second you take them out of the box, they'll send you a replacement pair, no questions asked. Shady Rays isn't happy unless you're happy. That's why they give you 30 days to try them. And if you don't like them, you can exchange or return them for free. With every order, Shady Rays Impact Program works with nonprofits worldwide to make an impact on the lives of children and young adults, like building play sets for pediatric cancer patients and creating adventures for young adults with cancer and MS. You and Shady Rays are making an impact together. Check it out. What's better than getting one pair of Shady Rays and not worrying if you break or lose them? Uh, how about getting two? Two mm. pairs of Shady mm. Rays. Go to ShadyRays.com slash bang and use code bang. For a limited time, when you buy one pair of Shady Rays, you'll get a second pair free. That's ShadyRays.com slash bang, S-H-A-D-Y-R-A-Y-S.com slash bang. Code bang to get a second pair of Shady Rays free. ShadyRays.com slash bang, code bang. Every pair of Shady Rays. With their industry-leading replacement program, you get them back for free, even if they break. Wow. Was that uh, everything you say to me? Push me one step. Close. Is that what that was? No, it was a Shady Rays jingle that I had it on the board. I They sent it to me. It's professionally recorded. No, I forgot didn't. to put the music under it. There's no way. <laughs> They're not doing a Linkin Park Shady Rays matchup. I hope they are not still listening. <laughs> Uh, I know you guys are just glued to UFC 287. What was your favorite part? Go ahead, guys. My favorite part was when Stylebender mocked his uh, opponent's son, much like <laughs> much like he did to him a year before. No, years before. Oh, years before. Way back in the day, like back when they were in, they were just kickboxing, glory kickboxing. How old is this what? kid now? Uh, I think of age. I I don't know if he's of the age to get mocked. Sure, he is. But if. He was a young, young lad when uh, his dad uh, knocked out Izzy in glory kickboxing, like you said. And uh, 
he collapsed in the ring next to Stylebender, kind of making fun of him because, mm-hmm. you know, his daddy just knocked him out. And then after Izzy uh, knocks out Alex Pereira, gets his revenge, Izzy points him out in the crowd. Yeah. And I, did, I, I saw him do it, but I didn't know who he was pointing at. And then drops down. And, uh, yeah, he got his, got his lick back. Pretty funny. Pretty funny. Stylebender wow. is one of the best characters we have in the UFC. And I was happy. I was extremely happy for him. I'm extremely happy I purchased that card because, God, there was a lot going on. Uh, you had a lot left in the sports tank at the end of that day? <laughs> yeah, I did. After after the Saturday viewing uh, of the Masters, it was very nice to uh, have something to fall back on. But we had uh, – we had the orange man sitting ringside with Dana. What a crew. Kid Rock, Mike Tyson. What a squad. Where was this? Was this Vegas? This or was actually Orlando? in Miami. Miami. Okay. Oh, yeah. I did see. That's why uh, Miami Dolphins head coach. Mike McDaniel. Mike McDaniel was there talking the or- to Aaron Donald. Orange man looking extra orange. He was. Uh, the lighting had him very, very Cheeto-y. Uh, but... Yeah, that that is still even though we've been through 4 years of it and like we 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 obsess over the the Trump era, like it's still really weird seeing him cage side. Even though he was at like before he was president, he was always, you know, sitting first few rows during prize fights, boxing fights. But he's he's cage side next to Kid Rock. Chat, you can watch him just during the fights if you just look in the background, talk, just having a conversation with Kid Rock and you're like it's so distracting because you're like what could they possibly be talking about? Bud Light. Probably Bud Light. Yeah. <laughs> um, Kevin Holland, uh, Forward Zone, Kevin Holland. Uh, yeah. Had an impressive knockout. Uh, hops the cage. I sent this photo to the group because it just cracked me up. Hops the cage to say what's up to Dana White and Trump. And it was kind of aggressive. And I was like looking for Secret Service in the background because the way he hopped down there, it was very like – not that he was going to do anything, but you don't, you know, the Secret Service, that it's their job to freak out over anything, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so weird. Um, and then you had Miami's own Jorge Masvidal, Cuban Jesus, as he's known, uh, lose his fight. His final fight, right? His final fight, retired. 38. And um, got a let's go Brandon chant starting, started, and uh, the crowd obliged. <laughs> So we had uh, UFC 287 chanting, let's go, Brandon. With the orange man. <laughs> With the orange there. man, feet away. Did he participate in the chant? They didn't sh- They didn't show him. That's a real big miss on ESPN's part, on the UFC's part, because, I mean, we got to know. I want to see. Uh, look. He probably gave one of these. You, you got you to watch the video to see what we're doing, folks. It's a hand gesture. What if he just started, what if he just did like a subtle roof raise? Has Trump ever raised the roof? That's good. KJ, you got to yes. know. Yes. He goes with the uh, like miniature fist pump dance all the time, so I'm sure those palms have been opened up at times. Yeah, tr- Randy absolutely. Scott. Yeah, I think um, it was an electric card. Uh, is he is he doing what he did when you know he last time they fought? So they that's the fourth time they fought. Two times in glory kickboxing, and this was the second time after uh, Izzy got stopped by Alex last time. A fight that Izzy was winning, by the way. Um, it was cool seeing him get his revenge. Um, there's gonna have to be a trilogy fight at some point. 
Although, did you feel like Izzy was again watching this like a loser via like replays and the fight cast, which is always difficult to follow because I love that they add, yeah, um, like they count punches and the location, significant strikes, all of that, and damage to certain areas. And just quote unquote looking at the fight cast initially, like Izzy had taken like 30 or 40 leg kicks, he was getting whatever. that leg fucked up. That's a problem. And the communication via fight cast was like Pereira was not, he didn't have many minutes or seconds logged of control per se, but he was out striking by a large margin. Um, at Sonia. So yeah, first I, I, again, I couldn't tell. And then you see the end of second, wait, nope. Knockout goes final. And I'm like, okay, let me go back and watch the replay. Yeah, anytime you see a guy, especially a guy whose like main bit is striking and his lead leg is getting calf kicked into oblivion and, and he's not even really checking the kick, then that's a real problem because you either – you're compromised and you maybe you have to switch stances and fight uh, southpaw. Um, Izzy kind of played possum, he said, went up against the cage. Uh, Pereira, Pereira. I'll just call him Pereira. I don't really want to. I can't do that. It's just it almost feels offensive <laughs> me trying to pronounce it in, uh, correctly. Uh, landed a pretty nasty body shot, mm -hmm. and then uh, Izzy just got him, man. Izzy got him. It was great to see. It's huge for the UFC. I don't know what's next for Izzy, but uh, it's good to have him back on top. He's one of the best characters they have. With Connor being whatever Connor is now, like Stylebender is a guy you want out there promoting your your company. So he got the belt back. Potential presidential candidate, Connor. Uh, Rory, that is. Um, last thought on... That is, that uh, is so forced. That is a forced succession reference. So, sorry, man. My brain's on the best episode of all time. Um, okay. My last thought on the Trump tie-in here. Was he present through the end of this? Yes. I believe so. Like, that deserves, like an applause in and of itself. This is an East coast. Granted, he lives in Florida or whatever, but that fight finished at almost 1 PM, 1 AM or whatever. Midnight Eastern time. It's the Adderall. That is not, <laughs> that is not an easy thing. Uh, and having DJ TJ right behind him, like fully dialed in and amped up, ready to go. Like that's fitting. He was clearly engaged, but you know, my old ass would not be able to stay Maybe it's just the adrenaline and the testosterone of being ringside by uh, Kid Rock, but I don't know that I could do a 1 a.m. <laughs> card wrap-up uh, and having to make sure you're not getting memed as frequently as you probably still are. That, that's a lot. So I'm going to finish this out by combining yep. this segment with the sports party because there is a tie-in. Because also at that game was OBJ at the match. Excuse mm. me. And – OBJ, as we saw, was partying afterward with Stylebender at Club Live with Lamar Jackson. And then we find out the Ravens sign OBJ. So it all comes full circle. Even though, even though I, I don't even know if Lamar is going to be playing for them. I don't really know where that's at. That's uh, Booty Chatter be. says that Lamar recruited OBJ to Baltimore. So it would that would indicate he's going to be there at least one more year. 15 mil? For OBJ, I saw eighteen. Is it fifteen? I, I I know there's some incentives. I don't. Either way, like he's old and he's coming off that ACL. Didn't play at all last year. He if, only if, went the first two days, though. 
Okay, that's a Austin City Limits joke. Every time I can make it. Uh, <laughs> it makes me pretty happy that the Cowboys didn't bite, if that's what he was asking price was. It's a lot. Odell Beckham, 30 years old. Okay. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, also 30, but like Dylan said, no ACL injury. So, yeah. And a year off football. Dylan, since we're partying and talking sports at the same time here in this sports party, mm-hmm. did you see who was uh, working out with Bijan today? I did. In Austin. Do you know that part of it? I did not know that. Yeah. Probably at where, your, where our buddy goes. Ah. Probs. We're talking Bijan. Bijan, Micah Parsons. And Micah Parsons mm. worked out together today. Yeah. Hmm. Now, oh, there's, that- there's they met, a lot of people work out together. It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> but it is fun to to watch the, the Twitter, the content aggregators. I like saying that. It makes me feel like I'm above them, but I'm not. Why didn't Micah just take him to a Mavs game like they did the last Cowboys recruit? Who's that? OBJ and uh, all of the defense for some reason. Uh, so we're continuing the theme of Micah Parson, like an offensive player. I got hanging you. out with a defensive player. I thought you were trying to had... make a Micah Weiner joke. No, no. Do you not recall OBJ like fully Tra- getting courtside Trayvon with Diggs. Trayvon Diggs? Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. I apologize. Moving a little slow today, guys. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Sorry. You know. Just thinking about the Masters. Just thinking about oh, the Masters. Too. I think we should run it back. Unless you guys got anything else you want to talk about. BJ nah. won't be there at 26, though. Oh. Yeah, let's run it back. Oh. A segment during which we talk about what we already talked about. KJ purchased black chinos. <laughs> Some folks out there are anti-Gene's. Not old Gene, though. Dave continues okay. to be on his dumb boy shit today. A lot of beef in the final pairing at the Masters. Dylan enjoyed seeing that child get mocked after the Stylebender fight. Kid Rock and the Orange Band discussed Bud Light ringside <laughs> at UFC 287. Dave gave up on the proper pronunciation of Pereira. And cocky Dylan said Bijan won't be there at 26 then exhaled rather arrogantly. I didn't write that last part. You KJ, you were a little cocky issue in that line. You have to admit. Uh, and KJ says, 9-11 jokes not allowed during the Masters in the uh, group chat. We didn't know what you were – I didn't yeah, understand I was, it. I still don't. I side-text Landry. I literally side-text Landry. I was like, what What am I missing? I'll just let the people of, wander. KJ is the king of ma- making references that just go way, way over my head. Uh, I'm going to – I may send you a KJ. I'm going to send you a meme. Uh, actually, you know what? We're going to tweet. We're going to tweet a meme from too much. <laughs> no, that's exciting. It's a it's a very niche meme, and it'll probably get eight likes. But you know what? Eight likes is better than none. All right, fun do stuff, the, guys. Do the show for the people doing the show. Uh, Thank you, gentlemen. Yeah, shout out to Scott on Twitter for um, you know putting himself out there and acknowledging like, look, I might have bricked this fit. He was kind of the main character today. I may have to have Cool Adam do a clip just on Scott. Um, I don't know. He may not want like his family out there like that, but he yeah. did. Scott, D- DM uh, DM one of the show accounts. We'll we'll send you a shirt or something. We're gonna send you a shirt, Scott. I hope you listen. Uh, until next week, when we will talk hockey and other sports. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Chips with the dip. That's all I know. I don't want my chips playing. I want my chips with the dip. So bring them dips. When my team wins a big game, it's good. But when my team doesn't win the big game, you better look out, Buster.
I'm a loose cannon. This is not good at all.